1: It's
2: time to take command with former NFL tight end Logan
0: Paulson and former Commander's beat reporter Craig Hoffman. Take Command podcast from Odyssey Sports. I'm Craig Hoffman. He is Logan Paulson. And joining us later in the pod, Mark Schlereth will be here. He's got the call on Fox this weekend with my guy Adam Amin. So we'll talk to Stink coming up in about 20 minutes. Right now, though, Logan Oh, the question, the magical question. Can the Washington Commander's defense, under Ron Rivera's simplified scheme and play calling, do anything to stop the most high-powered offense in the NFL? This is terrifying to look at
2: yeah i mean i I think there are some things you can do i think so obviously i think we talked on monday tuesday and i was like this is gross because like i start with i start with explosive plays and miami has more explosive plays running the football passing the football than anybody else in the nfl and when you watch those plays you're just like how did they scheme this up so dramatically and when you watch them against teams that aren't very good you're like this is this is a nightmare. There's people running everywhere. There's misdirection. There's ball fakes. There's jet sweeps. There's play action. Quarterback with his back to the defense. There's just so many different ways that they kind of mess with your eye discipline and make it really, really challenging. But if you look at the teams that have beat them, I think there is a formula that they laid out. Now, <clears throat> they lost to the Buffalo Bills early this season, and the Buffalo Bills at this time were like at the peak of their powers. Like Milano's healthy. All their linebackers are healthy. The right. sec- the secondary is healthy. And so... One of the things I noticed, and I think that this is something you gotta understand about Miami's offense, is that Miami's offense is like a true, 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 true West Coast offense. It's really heavily based on quick game. They find their shots off of play action, very similar to Kyle, but instead of like Kyle and San Francisco being kind of this like almost brutish offense where you got a fullback, we're pounding, where we got extra tight ends in, where we're very physical up front. It's a little bit more finesse and speed-based obviously in Miami and so what what, what, you, what you see though is it with Buffalo is they were just like we're going to be a little bit more aggressive in terms of pressing and I think that's takes a lot of courage to do that but you're a little bit more aggressive in terms of pressing you bring a little bit more pressure and what you see is that it just disrupts the rhythm of that offense enough where if two has got to hold the football like the best kept secret in football right now no one's really talking about it except for like really deep analytics, like offensive line guys. Is Miami has a bad offensive line? So, if you can kind of get past that 2.3 seconds to release the football, like if you can make him hold it for a beat longer, you're gonna get a pressure or a sack. So, when you watch Buffalo, they did a good job of that. When you watch Philly, they did a good job of that. When you watch Kansas City, they did a good job of that. And they were, they totally stymied that offense. And those linebackers, each team's linebackers, did an excellent job running fast to the football, they stop the run. Cause unlike Kyle, who I think has a little bit more of a a belief, a foundational belief in running the football, Mike will get away from it a little bit. You know, and I think if you can get him away from it and make them throw the football and do what we just described, I think you're you can be in an okay spot. Now, the question is like, how do you do that? Obviously, like this team over the last couple of weeks has not been great. In pressing situations, they don't press a ton. They don't create pressure very well, like all those different things. So what I would say is find something you feel very comfortable with, like we talked about whatever last podcast. Find something they they believe in. Say this is what our goal is today. Take away that first throw and let's heat these guys up or play some type of line stunt and create some pressure that way. And I I think that's the way to do it.
0: Sounds easier uh, said than done. What
2: easier said than done, Craig? Um, but you know, but you asked for
0: how we're going to do it. That's my that's, answer. That's the that's the, the best guess. Um, I do think, though, that Mike McDaniel, here's, here's some really high-level analysis, Logan. Mike McDaniel is very smart. He's and very I smart. would imagine that Mike McDaniel watches the tape of Washington trying to stop the run and just goes, we're going to run the crap out of the ball this week. And so maybe it's not a foundational belief every week for him, but I would have to imagine if I'm Mike McDaniel this week, that I am just, I'm super dedicated to the run and we're just, no, we're not going to expose Tua. We don't need to, we're just going to hand the ball to our super fast guys and we're going to let them get these big runs. And, you know, even going back to last year and watching like what San Francisco did, Mike was, was there, yeah. Uh, or no this, is, no, this is his second year in Miami. Two but, years ago. Yeah, uh, you know, when he saw what Ray-Ray McLeod did on that big reverse with San Francisco last year, like, Mike knows how to install that play. Why not run it with Tyreek Hill? Like, I think there's going to be a big. ton of misdirection, a ton of game plan style runs, and they're just going to continue to call him until Washington proves they can stop him, which they haven't done for two years.
1: Selling a little or a lot? Up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast.
2: So, yeah, don't get it twisted. They're excellent at running the football. And like when they have those game plan runs, like you said, they have Moster. And I think the guy that really makes that run game go that's kind of been quiet because he's been hurt is uh, A Chain. Uh, yeah. Number 20, 28, whatever number he is.
0: Yeah. And he is a really fast guy. Well, one of the really fast guys. Yeah,
2: he's impressive, man. His contact balance, his vision, when you get him into space, he's absolutely deadly. Like, he might be the best space player in that offense outside of Tyreek Hill. And so, if he's healthy, like, I really would get nervous because every time he touches the football, seemingly on film, it's an explosive play. And we're not talking like, oh, here's a nice 10 yard run. It's like, here's a 70 yard run against the Bills. Here's a 70 yard run against uh, against the the Broncos, right? They, they, they're all over the film with him. And that's a really scary pro, uh, proposition to me. And the way, and the types of runs and the way they attack the edges of offenses and the way they create angles to the second level is beautiful. It's like awesome. And he put those guys in really good positions to be successful. And that's one of the reasons why, in my opinion, no one talks about the offensive line being bad, because they work really hard to put those guys in good spots, right? Two gets the ball out of his hand quick. They find good angles in the run game. And so to me, what you're describing is probably what I would do. I think they probably should run the ball a little bit more. They should uh, invest in that process a little bit more dramatically um, because they are really good at it and they they create explosive plays. And unlike most run games where you're kind of like, okay, this is going to be a three yard run, four yard run. like We're talking 10, 15, 20 yard runs here when they're at, when they're at their best <clears throat> and when they're when they're playing really really well man you're talking about explosive plays for any offense in the NFL so i agree i think you just got to sit with that a little bit more if you're mike so don't so don't get it twisted like even though he gets away from it a little bit like they're still dynamic they still are explosive they still work really hard to find those run lanes it's just in terms of like comparing him to Kyle who is there that's the same offense it's just a, a preference from a play calling standpoint I'm, I'm kind of pointing out there
0: yeah no for sure and then you get to the pass game uh where Tyree killer and Jalen Waddle are gross. running like crazy all it's over gross. the place how much like is it the same well-designed schematic stuff just enhanced with speed or do they yeah. win with speed and that's that's kind of the secret is that it doesn't really matter what they call they'll just run past you
2: so i mean i was watching going through the plays like you do i was watching the the jets games watching some games for earlier season the way that tyree kill like gets into the defense is like it's ridiculous it's like so crazy watching him and then so you get like the one play i'm thinking of um i did actually it in the the command center breakdown which is a show that comes out on thursdays on the commander's youtube page is it's like a heavy heavy play action heavy play action all this dramatic movement in the backfield tyree kill behind the guy and it basically plays like quick game, like on a drift, you know, but he's so he gets there so fast. Even if the linebacker sees it, he can't get there. It almost feels uncoverable. And so that's one thing about the the um the Buffalo game that was really impressive is this uh, those linebackers were like, it's not a run. I am like B lining to this drift spot. And they'd get to it to uh, like do a little pump. Yeah, their their line is good at creating pressure. So, like the strain on that middle line on that on the linebackers in general, the middle level of the defense is so high with the scheme that they run. Because like we talked about how good their run game is, and we talked about you know like the schematic advantages that they, they create and cultivate, and those guys just have to be super dialed in. So that's one area that I'm not overly confident with the Commanders. Not because I don't think the guys can't do it, but I just think they have a lot of responsibility that makes it really challenging. So they do that. They'll scheme you up. They'll find space. They attack space really well. And then, like I was watching the Jets game, and they are literally just running like Patriots, so like a five-yard out, um, a box fade by number two, and then a sit by the outside guy and a three-by-one. And they ran it to Tyreek Hill, and he just ran right by the DB for an explosive play off of a quick game. And they're like, oh, we like that play. Let's run it again to the other side to Waddle. Here's an explosive play to Waddle off a of quick game. Right. So they do present all of these really tough looks offensively. And again, if you can get them to hold the ball for a beat, the O-line can't hold up. And I think even with this group, I think with Payne and Allen inside, I think they can create pressure. But it's about that that's that big if. Can you get them to just say, I don't know, and then the rush gets home? It's just that's the question, the million dollar. But if but if you can't do that, if if he's getting the ball out of his hand quick and you're not in coverage, or if
0: you if you don't get pressure and he can run around and extend plays, they're gonna dice you up, bro. Dice you up. Um, I That's the one thing that I'm most looking forward to from Ron this week is like, can you find some ways to generate pressure? Can you move the line around? Can you move people around? Can you run some stunts, some games? Right. Um, it's something he used to do in Carolina. It's something they've done a terrible job of that we've talked about the last couple of years in this defense, um, and, and hopefully that changes this week.